Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Well, Tim Zhu is now well and truly on the runway to his maiden world title fight. It'll come against the American Tony Harrison inside what promises to be a raucous Kudos Bank Arena in Sydney on March 12 with the interim WBO junior middleweight title and a crack at Jamel Charlo up for grabs. So more than two decades after his dad Costi won the hearts of a nation with his feet in the ring, Tim is very much carving his own path to the top. And a great pleasure to say he joins us in the studio this morning. Tim Zhu, welcome to SEM. Yeah, thanks for having me. How's the body? How's the mind? How's everything going? Everything's well. Everything's well. Uh, under under good uh, good training, uh, mind is feeling great. Uh, everything's going to plan. Now, who's out here behind the glass here? Who's uh, who's in the entourage here? Uh, I've got my fight chef, Omar. I've yep. got uh, Georgie Rose, my promoter. And, and Timmy Ashworth, the, the PR guy. Oh, we better give <laughs> shout the boys out to a those shout boys. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Would you call him Fight Chef? Yeah, Fight Chef Omar. Right. Oh. Yeah. What does Omar do for you? He's the chef. Yeah, but what does he cook for you? <laughs> oh, What's man, his specialty? He's, uh, I get plenty of good meals, let's just say yeah, that. Yeah, okay, right. But, um, I think the specialty, of course, is steak. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> You've been busy, haven't you? I mean, you flew in last night. I'm assuming you got your training done nice and early today. Yeah. And where are you going after this? We are going to Collingwood. Right. <laughs> yeah, to the <laughs> AFL. <laughs> okay. And then you become a, what, a Melbourne Store member after no, that or no, something? No, no, that's <laughs> never going to happen, man. <laughs> Look, I love Melbourne, but we're not going that far. <laughs> I thought I'd try. I thought I'd try. So you'd have one date, one time, one name on your mind. I don't know. I'm keen to tap into it. You obviously can't be hyper-focused all the time. Can you let us into your mental state inside of, what are we now, a month out from this fight? Mm. Man, in all honesty, every day I wake up and... Just take it day by day. I don't really think about the fight. It, uh, it's just, uh, it's just uh, another day in the office. I say, you know, uh, nothing, nothing special in, no? in, in my eyes. Of course, it's a special day. It's a big day, and, and it's such a, it's a, such a big moment in my career. But yeah, I don't uh, overthink things. Your preparation. You went over to the states. I think in November. You're in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, training hard, sparring hard over there. Yeah, it was. It was a good. Um, a good little eye opener, being able to to base yourself uh, with, with the with in the best city of boxing in the world, and uh, to be able to spar the likes of different different sparring partners there, and uh, testing myself and um, putting myself out there in the American public. Yep, you relax at the tables over there, did you? And you have a win. <laughs> You know what? We tried it a couple of times and uh, it didn't really work too well. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Luckily, we didn't uh, bet too much. <laughs> Saving money. And I think you convinced a couple of the boys to come back with you, didn't you? The, t- the twins, Jason and Justin Bell, they come back to Australia as yeah, well. Yeah, well, you know, the boys gave us good work. So um, the main thing was was having that type of experience in America and bringing it back and, you know, everything. I've, I've spent a lot on this uh, training camp and uh, it was all for that reason. So that's the groundwork. Is it more the finishing touches now or not quite yet? You're still in a heavy phase. No, nah, no, yeah, we're still on the grind. Yeah. The grind never stops no matter what. Um, week out, we, we slow it down and, and, and taper off things and, and get the weight real uh, ready. And, and then uh, it's fight time. I think you've also been sparring with your, with your bro, haven't you? 
No, man, we sparred maybe three months ago. Well, he said you did, and he said he was terrified. <laughs> he's calling you the Terminator. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually what he's been calling me. Because uh, uh, I went into this zone when, when we sparred, and I was like, oh, you know what, stuff this guy. He's, a, he's my little brother. He's only my little brother. I'm coming for him. Nothing changes, does it? <laughs> nah. I imagine it was the same the when you big were kids. Brother, the big brother always bullies the little brother. <laughs> but he, he's on the card too in Sydney. I think that's the first time you've done that. Obviously, your, your old man will be there. This is a, a this is special. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, we, I don't remember the last time we both fought on the same card in the amateur days, but yeah, it's going to be something special. Um, in the last year, I haven't been able to fight because uh, I had an injury and then uh, we were waiting for the Charlo fight. and. And in the meantime, Nikita's been making waves and he, he's been punching heads in and he's, and he's been doing good. So uh, it'll be good to, to share a card with my brother. I reckon. So now, obviously, just to rewind, for those who are unfamiliar, you were obviously due to face Jamel Charlo before the news came out. I think it might have come out on Christmas Day. I'm not sure when you found it that yeah, he'd had the, the break before. in his... Day before Christmas Eve, he had the break in his in his hand. Now a lot has been made of the this subsequently arranged fight with Tony and your desire of I guess of staying active. I mean, you tell us balance with what some have said is a risk taking on Harrison. I mean, how do you weigh up that debate, or was it never a debate in your mind? No, never. Uh, this training camp has been four, five, six months in the making. Uh, to be able to to sit on my ass and do nothing after. After all of that, after everything I've put into it, mm. it's there was there was no question. Um, I was always going to fight, no matter who there is, no matter who they put in front of me. Uh, right now, I'm in that 0.01 percent of boxing, you know, that very very top. So right now, I have to fight whoever whoever is possible. He's a talkative fella, isn't he, Tony Harrison? Yeah, that's that's the way he that's the way he is. Uh, he'd be good for for the radio actually. He's had plenty to say. I've <laughs> yeah. been keeping an eye on it over there. Um, you know, he's among many things. And I think he might have used the line with you when you had the, the meet-up the other day, but that the champions take the stairs and you've taken the elevator, that you haven't apparently fought anybody yet. Yeah, you know what? I was looking at his record the other day, and um, I fought former world champions before before he was fighting former world champions. So I don't know what he's talking about. But I love it that he throws it out there and your demeanor hasn't, at least publicly, hasn't changed at all. You just give the little smirk back. Yeah, I couldn't really care less, you know. Um, as I said before, actions speak louder than words, um, and that's what I intend to do. Not that you'd need it, but is it fueling you inside? Oh, for sure, for sure. I, I really can't wait to get my hands on this bloke. <laughs> there is a certain dislike, uh, you know, where we're two completely different personalities, and... That's the best thing about the sport, you know, and uh, you get to prove it. So what is your mindset when you get in the ring with him and it's finally just you and him and the talking mm. stops? What's your mindset? <laughs> in all honesty, uh, I want to see him bleeding and I want to see him breathing from his mouth and I want to see him uh, really hurt. <laughs> right, you... I, don't, I don't want it to, 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 you know, for this fight, I don't want it to, to end real quick. I want to, I want to do some punishment. Like um, or Paul Keating famously said, you want to do him slowly. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> cook, cook that beef rare. Right. Okay. <laughs> and I think you might have said um, recently you, you feel like there's uh, you use the term and I love these growing up a little kinder surprise getting ready that you're going to unwrap for the world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, when I was in America, people when I was sparring them, they they didn't understand and realize. You know, they you you look at you look at videos of me and you you think nothing of it. But when you actually get in the ring, 
everyone's in a in a in a shock and um yeah he'll be in shock and that's 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 going to be my favorite part is when when he un, unwraps this kinder surprise and he's in for a big big surprise so do you feel outside of you know our borders here and off our shores that you are unfancy that perhaps you don't get the respect or there's a bit of perhaps ignorance as to your in when it comes to, to a, your ability to a certain extent to a certain extent but you know what um there's always going to be doubters and, and critics and, and people that say this and that, you know. Uh, I remember I remember watching Floyd Mayweather back in the days when he used to just annihilate everyone and there always used to be doubt. There always used to be critics, you know. So uh, it's part of the sport and, and there's no point trying to prove people. You just mm. you do it for yourself anyway. So yeah. Who cares? Oh, it's the ultimate action to speak louder than word sport anyway. Yeah. But are you ever ever tempted to, to bite back? I mean, you've had so many opportunities to do so with Tony. Yeah. You haven't. No, not a little bit here and there. Um, the best thing about the sport is that we actually get to physically put our hands on each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for one night, so that's when I intend to do everything. What about Floyd Mayweather? You met him in Vegas, didn't you? Yeah, it was actually a, a real uh, surreal moment in my life because I was I was walking through Caesar's Palace and uh, he does his shopping there every Friday night. Does he? Yeah, he's, he's a shopaholic apparently. But what, yeah, Caesar's he, every Friday. Caesar's every Friday religiously apparently. Floyd does that, and he's walking walking out with his with his team with his entourage. And I see the first guy, the security guard, and I realise that's the guy that just recently got uh, knocked out in in one of his fights, in um yeah. in one of the Floyd Mayweather fights. And I'm walking, I'm like, man, that's that's Floyd security. And I look, and I look keep looking, and and then there's Floyd there, and and I sort of say to myself, Floyd, like questioning it and he looks at me and he points at me and i and i just i sort of had this shock shock moment i'm like this guy's floyd mayweather the guy i've been watching my whole life one of my favorite fighters of all time is pointing at me yeah. uh and he goes come here so i'm like walking like a fanboy because this guy just called out me he goes you're a fighter i go yeah yeah what's your name and and, he, and then he he realized who i was and starts asking a few questions and uh, wishes me all the luck for for all my fights and I went straight away, grabbed my phone, I go, can I, can I get a photo, can I get a photo? <laughs> yeah, of course. And, you know, after that, I was like, you know what, 10 weeks in uh, in America and, and Floyd Mayweather's now recognized me, you know, it's we're, we're doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> so he knew the face, just not, you had to, you had to refresh the memory. Oh, he, he knew, he knew. Yeah. <laughs> he knew. And <laughs> no. I was, that's why I was in, in, in real, in real shock and, uh, it was, it was, it was a crazy moment in my life when, uh, when that happened. Uh, going shopping with him had been experienced. Cash only, I reckon. Yeah, for before. sure. <laughs> Cash only. Uh, I mentioned Kudos Bank Arena. Surely be headed for a sellout. So the crowd, I mean, they'll be in, in an absolute frenzy and they'll all be in your corner. And that has to be a massive boost for you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, it's going to be it's gonna be good to, to walk out with uh, with Aussie screaming fans. And and uh, but at the end of the day, it's, uh, it's a one-on-one sport, so... Um, it's just, mm. it's just going to be me and Tony. Do you think he'll feel it as well, though, with that, with that crowd all being on one particular side? Not sure. Not mm. sure. He's, he's used to fighting in America. He's never travelled, so yeah. Uh, not sure how he'll, how he's going to react to all of that. Now, have you got your intro sorted out? Still thinking about it. Still oh, thinking about right? it. Okay. Yeah. So I'm told there's all sorts of fireworks. <laughs> I've heard about that as well, man. I was trying to keep it low key. Just walk in and put a little tune on and. <laughs> I think uh, my promoters they they love to put on a show. So, yeah, if it's a no limit show, it's a it's a no limit show. Absolutely, um, literally and figuratively. So, do you pick your song as you come out? Mm. 
Have you got that one sorted out? No, yet? I haven't. That's oh. uh, it's still in the process. I'm still thinking about it. But... Short list. What's that? Have you got a short list? What's that? Well, like, have you narrowed it down to a few? I'll keep it a surprise, right, man. Okay. Yeah, it's, right. a, it's a it's a sensitive topic. <laughs> Fair enough. So you're here at SEM with us now in Melbourne. I mean, what's what are the next couple of weeks look like for you as we build up, obviously, to to the 12th of March? Look, for me, my main focus is is training, of course, getting myself uh, in in crazy shape, and yep. I'm already in that crazy shape. It's just maintaining, plenty of sparring. Uh, still got the bell boys here. Um, just working and just working, slowly cutting the weight, enjoying life. That's the main yeah. thing. And uh, doing a few media appearances here and there. Just a few. <laughs> you are busy. Oh, you told me before we came on, I couldn't believe how busy you are. But you got to promote it, of course, so it's a, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you quickly about, for those who are interested, what your training actually looks like. So at the moment, I mean, you're at the top of your game. Mm. You're right down to the point end of getting ready to step out in the ring against Tony. What does a training session typically look like? So what did you do this morning? This morning, uh, do my cardio, my run. Uh, usually mornings I do cardio either or, or running, strength and conditioning, um, a lot of just athletic athletic type stuff. And then in the afternoon, it's always boxing yep. uh, with my coach, either sparring, doing pads, or smacking the bag, a lot, of, a lot of stuff like that. Well, it's Tim Zoo, Tony Harrison. So it's the 12th of March. It's in Sydney and it's on main event, of course, available over at our good friends at Foxtel and KO Sports as well. Tickets are obviously on sale right now. They're available at Ticket Tech, or you can catch the action, of course, as we said, on pay-per-view on main event via Foxtel and KO Sports. We can't wait for it. It is on March the 12th. Tim Zhu, thanks so much for coming in. And on behalf of everyone here at SEM, wish you the best of luck. Uh, thank you. There's Tim Zhu there.